Welcome to ArchiSpeak, a fortnightly podcast about all things architecture. My name is Evan Troxell, and I'm one of your hosts along with Neil Pan and Cormac Phelan. Have you ever wondered what it's like to work in the profession of architecture? Have you ever worked with an architect? Have you ever wanted to be an architect? Maybe you're in school and don't know what you're getting yourself into, or perhaps you know exactly what it's like because you've been working in the profession for a long time, and you know that the more things change, the more they stay the same. Or maybe, just maybe, you're planning on changing the world. Join us as we have a casual conversation about our passion, architecture. It's time for some Archispeak. Welcome to episode 88 of the Archispeak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxell. And I'm Cormac Phelan. And this is a special episode recorded on May 18th from the AIA convention in Philadelphia and sponsored by ArcCat. ArcCat is an online resource for all of your building product needs. Visit them at the AIA convention in booth 3401 or online at arcat.com. So we... So we're recording from our mobile studio in downtown Philadelphia the day before the show starts, and we're here to bring the convention to all of our listeners that are not able to be here in Philadelphia. This morning, we had the privilege of taking a tour of the progress for the restoration of the fountains at Longwood Gardens, about an hour outside of Philadelphia. So who was responsible for that? We were uh, invited by um, Laura Bowman. She's with the uh, Karma Agency. And uh, she reached out to us and extended an invitation to join the AIA tour that they were had there. And it was great. Um, what was your guys' impression of the, of the place? It's, it's enormous. I mean, the, my, my wife had been there previously, and she was telling me about all the cool things that they have to offer. And I was amazed at the scope of Longwood Gardens uh, as, a, as a DuPont kind of establishment. And uh, they have over a thousand acres, and I think that they said that about 180 plus acres are available for people to actually visit. So there's quite a bit of it that is still behind closed doors. But what is available, I mean, it's more than enough, I think, uh, for people to see during a visit. But it's an amazing, amazing place. Yeah, was it the uh, observatory we were walking through? Conservatory. Conservatory, that was it. Yeah, um, all of the plants and the flowers. I mean, uh, pretty amazing uh, place to to visit. It's quite a collection. And I think that, you know, the reason we were there was to see the renovation of the fountains, the, the main fountains that are right below the conservatory. And it's a $90 million renovation. And we got to tour some of the infrastructure that has been put in place for that project. And it's set to open about one year from now mm-hmm. on Memorial Day of 2017. Yep. So, got to, uh, we uh, toured with some of the principal designers, um, Jim Garland from Fluidity, Claire Agri from West 8. She was the landscape architect. And um, we probably forgot his name, but the uh, project manager from Bayer, Bender, and Bell Architects, um, and they're out of uh, both D.C. I, I know of them in D.C., but I think this one's from their uh, New York office. And then they gave us a tour. Uh, basically, we walked through the bowels of the infrastructure underneath the fountains, and it's going to be a fan. I mean, what people won't see is really what's going to what excited me is you know you see all of the uh, piping and, and the infrastructure and all of the arteries underneath it that's going to make these you know 
would they say, you know, you're going to have, be able to attend like 700 of your close or 7,000 7, of, yeah. of your closest friends and watch um, musical dancing fountains and uh, light shows and things like that, which are, are going to be fantastic. But uh, if they could just see all of the, the cool things underneath it, which, uh, you know, kind of was what excited me. It's like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. I, I thought it was interesting that um, the previous, I mean, it's been what they say about 80 years. Uh, all years, the plumbing, yeah. everything's been existing. And, and whenever uh, one part of it failed, there's a number of different fountains out there and uh, in different locations. And when one part of it failed, the whole thing would go down and they'd have to shut everything down to repair that one part and how in the restoration they're actually separating out the different water systems so that if one does have to get shut down it won't shut down everything else too yeah there's a big level of redundancy now built into the new one and like Cormac was saying, I think it's it's amazing how much money they put in the ground here. Yeah. And that we won't, won't see. Never see. But yeah. that's all the stuff that makes it run smoothly and redundantly. And they even built an underground tunnel system so that when they do need to repair anything, it happens from underneath and they don't have to dig anything up. Right. Which I thought all that planning is pretty amazing <laughs> that they've done. Well, so think about this, though. So here, this is an 85-year-old garden with all of these fountains. And they're restoring it with modern technology, so it's a restomod. But they're renovating it back to what it was, what the vision of uh, Pierre Dupont had. So think about what kind of a visionary this guy was when you know he has this dancing fountains, he plays music, and all this other stuff. Yeah, they're. I mean, I guess they even had light fixtures and right. and everything else in this eighty-five-year-old you know um, fountain system that. Is costing ninety million dollars to replicate something that, when they built it back then, didn't even exist. Yeah, it's amazing. And now they're gonna—they're adding some things to it, and they've added a couple extra components that they felt like um, are in the same um, ideas, the same spirit as what Pierre Dupont had originally intended. And they're adding a grotto. Um, they're adding a bunch of accessibility features because a lot of it was not accessible. They're also going to be able to operate it during the winter. Uh, so that's a huge deal because they actually said that they get the most visitors on Christmas Day to the gardens. So I think that's going to be great as as a year-round uh, component that has never existed. That's a, it's a really cool thing to draw people into Longwood Gardens during the wintertime as well. So we definitely thank Longwood Gardens and... Uh... Everybody else that was involved that invited us out there, it was a it was a great time. It was a wonderful presentation. I mean, it, the tour was fantastic, getting to go on the site. And they they had just gotten it up to grade, and they had just poured in a few of the the walks so that we could actually access down into the underground stuff. So uh, it was kind of perfect timing for the convention. So I'm really happy that all that worked out. So yeah, thanks to Longwood Gardens for the invite, and it was a, a really cool site to see. So if you're in Pennsylvania. It is about an hour outside of the city, as we said, and uh, if you have the chance to go, definitely don't miss it. Uh, there's a ton to explore out there. It's a great place to take the family, um, but there's there's so much to see and do, and it, it's a really beautiful place that you really can't see in too many spots across the country. It's it's really fantastic. So, guys, what's uh, what's up for the the first official day of the convention? Who's the headliner? It's yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus has replaced Kevin Spacey. Sad trombone. So we went from the president <laughs> to the vice president, who's now president, 
and uh, is in a rather contentious. Sorry, I love the show. So, Veep <laughs> <laughs> is an awesome show. So it was a, uh, um, it's it's fantastic. Uh, to be quite honest with you, I, I'm more looking forward to her than I was him. I, I love him, but it's uh, so we went from House of Cards to, to Veep. Huh? To Veep, yeah. Okay. So. And she's going to be interviewed by Terry Gross of NPR. Yeah, uh, Fresh Air. Fresh so air. that's that's awesome. I love the show. So kind of looking forward to it. You get a little double dose of some things. You know, my my little uh, NPR dose and my little HBO dose. So that's good. And uh, there's there's a bunch of other stuff going on. We'll hit the show floor. We've got a ton of interviews scheduled and uh, just talking to lots of people, seeing old friends from last year, seeing friends that we didn't get to see last year uh, who have come out to the show. I mean, that's really one of the highlights of coming to a convention like oh, yeah. this. So for all the, of you who are out there who aren't making it this year, uh, we're hoping that it can work out next year again, that we get to go. And, and uh, we would love to see more people because it's just a great time to get together and hang out. And that really, to me, is the biggest reason to come to a show like this is just for the connection that you get with all these architects across the country. Yeah, it was one of those guys who was just like, why would I need to go and hang out with a bunch of other architects in a big old com- convention center and stuff? But to be quite honest with you, we met some great people. We've got contacts that we stay in touch with. There's contacts that I've like gone and spent time with, you know, outside of the convention, you know, in different states and stuff. And it's just opened the doors to, you know, explore and expand the profession. So I've I've had a great time. On all during the week, we'll all be, I'm sure, posting on uh, uh, on our on our Facebook page. So if you if you go to our website at uh, arcaspeakpodcast.com, you'll find links to the Facebook page and to our individual Twitter accounts and uh, Instagram accounts there, and, and uh, follow along with all of us because we're, we're going to be posting throughout the week. So we'll we'll do our best to try and bring the show to you. Yeah, I'm not sure who's going to be the first person to start periscoping. It won't be me though. <laughs> I don't think I'll be periscoping, but somebody we'll, will. We'll find Jeff Eccles. He'll, he'll periscope for us. There you go. Exactly. So the other thing that we should probably mention is that if you see us on the show floor or if you hit us up on Twitter and say that you're at the show, if you are making it, uh, we'd love to meet you. And uh, we've got a few we might even have a few, a few gifts for you That's to right. give, uh, give away. So come up and say hi and we'll give you something. A night with Neil. I think that's going to get cut out. (laughs) So we'll see what tomorrow brings. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be more than that stuff, but uh, we will be bringing the show back for another episode tomorrow where we'll be talking about all of the experiences of our first day at the convention, including the keynote and all of the stuff that we experience on the floor and anything else that happens. We will bring that to you. And uh, again, if you're at the show, come say hi, find us, hit us up on Twitter and uh, Facebook can let us know and maybe we can we can meet up that would be awesome alright well that's it from day one here at the AIA convention in Philadelphia I'd like to thank ARCAT for sponsoring this special episode of ARCAspeak and if you're again here at the convention visit them at booth 3401 and thanks everybody for listening we'll talk to you tomorrow bye 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 Start now, or you can hang your head in despair. 
yummy road will take you there. They may tell you that you'll never recover, baby. I'm Some like to hug, certainly for proof. 